I am finally going back. Yes! What's up, everyone? Welcome back to day six. Yes, day six um, of the What's Up podcast. And it's Kevin. Nice to meet you, everyone. Um, if I've never met you before, hello. Welcome to this amazing podcast that you have started to listen to. It is one of the most eye opening and irresistible. <laughs> okay, I gotta stop. Yeah, I, um, once again, as I tried to start this podcast and try to uh, have another episode for today, I was struggling once again to know what the F I should be talking about today <laughs> for a good like 20 whatever minutes. But I just sat down, right? I sat down on my computer. Um, keep in mind, it's like 10.30 a.m. as I'm recording this right now on February 27th. But I just sat down on my computer and was like, okay, let's uh, open up the Google Doc like I do as usual and just type some ideas. Yeah, and I just like had no idea. So I was like, okay, maybe I should just um, take, like, get off the computer and take a shower. And so, yeah. I'm here after a shower and you know when you whenever you take a shower or like brush your teeth or um, like taking a crap <laughs> it's like whenever I'm doing those things I've, I'm always thinking of ideas or like ideas always pop in my head but then when I'm on my computer and like trying to think of ideas it, it, it just seems so much harder to think of something. You know, like when you try to think of ideas, it's harder to think of an idea. But yes, today, like I said yesterday, I'm going to, I'm going back to the UW campus so that, um, one, I could, I'm going to be studying with a friend, but also I'm going to be delivering the gift. Um, I don't know when I'm going to be releasing this today. Hopefully I release this in the afternoon. But, yeah, I'll be releasing, not releasing, <laughs> I'll be giving the gift uh, to them. Hopefully they are there, and hopefully they accept the package. You know, I'm really bad at, like, wrapping gifts and all that. Um, I've tried wrapping gifts before, and never in my life was I successful with that. So, with this gift... <laughs> Um, it came through uh, at Etsy, and I literally just used. I opened it obviously to see if like all the stuff was there. It was it delivered correctly, and it was. So I just kind of slipped in the letter, and then you know it's like a it's one of those packages that are like paper, but on the inside there's like bubble wrap inside, and so. I opened it, so I just, I was going to wrap it, but I was like, okay, I'm bad at wrapping, so I'm just going to use that as my wrapping paper. So basically, I just taped it up after I cut it, and it looks like an actual package. <laughs> and so they'll be receiving a package that 
but they'll be receiving a package that is actually a gift. What I'm about to say next has nothing to do with my gift, so I think this is a great time for a message from the sponsor that brought to you guys this episode. <laughs> I just think it's so crazy how like like this pandemic is actually crazy, you guys. I think that sometimes the fact that we are just in our rooms and just at home, it it feels like we're safe. And yeah, we may be safe just being in our homes, but at the same time, sometimes I forget that the world is actually just falling apart and people are actually dying left to right. Yeah, half a million people have are gone. Yeah, guys. So, how are you guys doing? It's Saturday. What do you guys do on a Saturday? <laughs> um, for me, I think what I usually do is just um you know, if there's like a lecture I didn't watch, then I'll just probably watch the lecture or, you know, obviously I think Saturday's always been a good day for me to just be like either start early on my homework or catch up on my homework. And it's always been a day where I record an episode with a guest, but yeah, it's always good to just record on Saturday and then I always release that like the week after. Right, it's funny because I've been recording a day. Recording a day, I've been recording every day, and I know now how long it takes me to edit and record and all that. I think that's one of the good things that's come out of this is that I would be afraid to start editing because, or when I had guests and I was doing this like a weekly thing, I'd be afraid to, like, start editing. Um, or like be afraid that I won't finish the edit in time because I thought it was just such a long, long process. Keep in mind the guest ones are much longer. They're like 40 minutes to an hour, but yeah, I'm just realizing that this is not that long of a process. And if I am just super insecure and I just don't want, yeah, if I'm being insecure, then this edit is going to take a long a lot longer of a process just because I'm editing more stuff out that I don't really need to edit out, right? Like, I can keep that in. If I'm saying some things that, you know, I don't think will look good, like, who cares, right? As long as it's not, like, freaking crapping something that will literally get me canceled, it's fine to put it. <laughs> and I think that's... I think I'm just trying to, like, care less about what I put out there but you know at the same time don't be careless because that's just being stupid sometimes oh yeah guys I saw a video recently where um they were comparing people's like net worth and you know it kind of just started off with they started off I think with Mr. Beast on YouTube right and I think um, his was like, I don't know. It was something like $20 million. Maybe I'm wrong. Honestly, I don't know. I don't remember. But it was like, it started out with him, right? And that's crazy, right? And then it's and then it just went to like uh, PewDiePie, the probably biggest YouTuber, single YouTuber on YouTube, right? And then 
he was like something like 10 times Mr. Beast or two times Mr. Beast. And then, you know, just it went up to all these people that I had no idea what, like who they were, but they were like worth millions and millions of dollars. And then it went to um, people that were with like some one billion dollars or like six billion dollars and all that and like i'm not gonna lie but there's so many chinese people and when i thought about those people that were like in the six billion range i was like oh my gosh that's insane how much money they have six billion dollars what <laughs> that's like I can't even imagine six billion dollars, but then it just keeps on going up, obviously, because there's people with way more money than that. Everybody knows this, but like Jeff Bezos, right? Everyone knows this guy. If you didn't know, he's the founder of Amazon, and this guy has basically like 185 billion dollars, or his net worth is that. Whatever this like data is coming from. Hopefully it's somewhat accurate, and it, if it is, what is the point of having that much money, you know? And I feel like at a certain point, you don't even need that much money. That makes me think, like, what's the most expensive thing you can do on this planet? Like, what's the most expensive thing you can buy? And, like, if you put it into perspective, like, this guy with $185 billion dollars, Giving out $1 million or losing $1 million in the trash can is like me maybe losing $10 or $100 and just not really caring about it. Like, what? Okay, yeah. I just need to calm down a bit. But this past week, or I guess since I've applied to the bottle, I've been so paranoid whenever I get the email notification. So whenever, so on my phone, when I get a notification, um, I don't know if you know the setting, but like it doesn't show the, um, like what the message is about. So if I get a text message, it'll just say like notification. And then when I unlock it, it shows me the um, preview of what the text message is. But whenever I get those notifications, I'm just so... Like, I immediately grab my phone, like, no matter what, whenever I get the email notification, because I'm just so anxious, and I just want to know so bad if I got in or not, right? It's it's week, what is it, week nine, starting Monday, and I haven't heard back from them. Should I call them back? Like, what? what is going on? <sighs> okay, stretch. Ugh. Let me see if I wrote down any notes on my phone. Um, because you know, throughout the throughout the week, I try to write down some notes if I think of anything to talk to talk about. Oh yeah, you know, I I think one thing that I noticed living in America, <laughs> the only country I ever lived in, basically, <laughs> but it's that Americans or people that grew up like in white families or grew up basically not Asian, I guess, are really confident. Like they have like this natural confidence. If I were to ask them what they're good at, 
they would be like, oh, yeah, I'm good at this. I'm good at soccer because, yeah, I, I played so much and I just really love to do it and all that. But if, like, you ask an I noticed that like most most Asian people, they answer this question and say like, "Oh yeah, I can, I can do that," or "I can do that." It's like I feel like most like white Americans are grown up where, especially in our generation, I think it's like they're told "good job" even when they just participated, <laughs> and then you know like. If you lived in an Asian household, it's like, well, for me at least, I I don't think I was ever told good job when I did do a good job. I just, and as just me personally, I don't, you know, I never understood when people were told good job and didn't do a good job. Like, I remember this one time for basketball, you know, it's rare to get trophies in basketball, I feel like. You know, my team's won, like, championships before, but I feel like the only thing we got was a t-shirt. Yeah, that's, I think that's the only thing we got. And I was so excited to get a t-shirt. Like, if, that's the only, that's the thing I was chasing whenever, like, it was tournament time. Because, you know, you gotta, it's a free t-shirt, like, come on. (laughs) But I think one tournament they were handing out like mvps um yeah i don't i don't remember the other trophy but we won this tournament our team and i got the coach like picked me to receive this award and i was in a way shocked but at the same time didn't feel like i deserved it I think I have trouble thinking I deserve something sometimes. And if I think about where that really comes from, I think it comes from me just not really being satisfied with my efforts, no matter how hard I work. You know, I'm just never in a place where I just like, oh, wow, today I worked. I worked so hard for this. Oh, my God. Or I'm never in a place where I just... I'm satisfied with what I've done. I don't know if it's because a lot of things that I've done so far have not just, have not been like a, okay, that's probably not the issue. It's probably just more of me just not being satisfied with what I've done ever. And it's hard for me to stay content. Yeah, I just, trying to find a way where I can work and be satisfied with how much I worked. Or I don't know if it's because all the endings I've had with like certain things I've worked on or whatever. I don't know if it's because all all of them ended with... So I felt like it came out of nowhere, essentially. Whatever the ending was for... Yeah, and if I, whenever I talk about endings, the first thing I think of is the my college essay that I wrote. And in my college essay, I wrote about dead ends. If you've already heard the story, (laughs) just continue listening, I guess. But yeah, I wrote about dead ends. And the reason I wrote about dead ends, oh yeah, before I get into my essay, I just want to say that whenever, when I started my college essay, it was so bad. I first came up with like a fairy tale. (laughs) I was like, once upon a time. 
Kevin, blah, 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 blah. That was so trash. I can't believe I've been stuck with that for like a month. But I scratched the entire essay and then I started a new one. And I feel like when I was doing that fairy tale thing, I never, it never felt like it was me. It didn't feel like how I would present myself. And I think how I present myself is just kind of just short sentences, not really like flowerly or um, anything like that. I think I'm just like kind of this is this, this and this. And how I started my actual college essay that I um, sent to everyone was I started with just a word dead end because I think when I looked back at that time, the thing that bothered me most or the thing that I felt like I was always dealing with were dead ends. And so like I put in the analogy where if you've ever driven or seen signs whenever you look out the door look out the window of your car, there's always a dead end sign, right? And it's bright yellow, black letters. And if you go in there, obviously you're you're gonna be in a dead end. And all you have to the only thing you can do is just go out back the way you came from. And I just wrote about how just kind of I feel like I always um, are dealing with dead ends and whenever I hit a dead end, whatever I was doing feels like a waste of time for me. But, right, if I just wrote that, just if I just ended with that, obviously uh, the essay was crap. And I feel like with whatever essay like this, you kind of have to have a message where it kind of ends good. Or if you're going to end the message bad... Like, it better be, like, super, super bad. There should be a reason why you end up bad, I feel like. Yeah, I was just in a place where I thought, like, every time I reach a dead end, like, such a waste of time. And, yeah, dead end. Talked about, like, dead end jobs and how people go through dead end jobs. Like, they feel like they're stuck and they're basically hopeless, right? They're devoting so much time to their work, 10 hours a day, nine hours a day, how many hours a day they're spending, but they feel like they're just stuck because they reached a dead end job, right? And then I also mentioned like, if you reach the dead end, you know what? I'm just going to read the essay and maybe that'll just cover the time. And instead of me explaining everything, because I've definitely been butchering how I'm explaining it. And I'm time in, kind of in a time crutch because I have to go to UW today. So I'm just going to read this essay. And then I am going to bounce and get the hail out of my house. Thank God for letting me do that today. But here's my um, college essay that I wrote. Dead End. The bold yellow sign alerts you that you've made a mistake and signals that proceeding will just waste more time and more gas. Your natural instinct is to reverse out of there in frustration, leaving your mistake far behind. Most of humanity shares this negative reaction to meeting a dead end. There is a universal concept supporting our aversion to these black holes, a dead end job, suggests a lack of momentum and mobility that keeps people stuck and hopeless. Our despair is only amplified because we devote so much time to our work because something that holds a significant place in our lives
becomes seemingly worthless. But dead ends are not the end. They are not a waste of time. I was a year-round basketball player. There was no off-season. I never skipped a day of practice. I sacrificed events, family and friend time, and religious services to play basketball. Basketball even came before academics. In other words, Paul was life. My aspiration was to play through college with my eye on going pro. But on April 12, 2015, a sharp searing pain shot through my right knee. Torn meniscus. Is this the end? What was the point of playing at all? What do I do now? For the next six months, I endured intense physical therapy while constantly questioning my desires and priorities. Although still ambiguous about my basketball commitment, I half-heartedly attended winter tryouts. As soon as I stepped on the court, memories rushed back but were stopped short by a small aching in my right knee. Although I met numerous obstacles before and during tryouts, I was welcomed back on the, onto the team. But before the first practice, I told my coach I would no longer be playing. We all see dead ends as a waste of time, and that's all we see. But this way of thinking is a dead end in itself, as it prevents us from seeing the abundance of opportunities waiting just on the other side. When we reach a dead end, we become so focused on trying to get out, instead of accepting the gift of this moment. Time to reflect on what we've done and where we're going. For some time after basketball left my life, I felt lost and stuck because something that had occupied most of my hours suddenly disappeared. Every day, it felt like I was looking at a puzzle with a missing piece struggling to complete it. I had reached a dead end. But life kept on moving. There was no more basketball, but there was more time for building relationships with family and friends, attending religious services, and participating in school clubs. Gradually, I started to become more well-rounded and shifted from the singular focus basketball had demanded. However, even as my world expanded, a part of me still spiraled into endless questions and fear of reaching yet another dead end. I had lost trust in the process, in the certainty that what I was doing ultimately had meaning. Many times, I would be studying for a test and suddenly think, will this day of studying really guarantee me an A? Eventually, this way of thinking spread to many other areas like extracurriculars, relationships with friends, and no one and no thing came to the rescue to immediately reestablish my trust in everything I did. But despite my constant questioning, I continued to study and pursue relationships. Trust takes time and effort. So from this moment, whenever I meet a bold yellow sign, I will no longer be frozen in fear that I have made a permanent mistake. Whatever I am doing, I will be able to trust that somehow there is purpose. My basketball dead end was caused by a temporary disability, but it gave me the enduring ability to see dead ends not as a waste, but as a new beginning. Yeah, that was my college essay. Um, reading it now, I just got like goosebumps because like for me to think that I wrote this and it's something I believed at that time, right? I, I think I did. I just really did not write a college essay just to write it. You know, I at the time I really was spending a lot of time and thinking about what I should say. 
And yeah, that's such a reminder for me now. Like my college essay is such a reminder for me. And in no means um, am I fully like established. And yeah, like the trusting I talked about in my essay, like that's something I still am dealing with. Like I said, trust takes time and effort. And yeah, it is taking me a lot of time and a lot of effort. Hope you enjoyed this and my essay. <laughs> I'll see you guys tomorrow. And tomorrow will actually be an episode with a guest I had. Um, so yeah, be ready for the guest. And please go leave me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you'd like. And just go follow me on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at What's Up you Podcast. This was day six of the What's Up You Podcast. Thank you so much. And do what excites. <laughs>